Andrew! Alright. Oh. No, talk louder, it's New Year, baby! Yeah, yeah. It's our podcast for New Year, baby! Right on. Are you drunk yet? Nope. I'm drunk now. I know. I'm gonna do, we're going to do the countdown. Are you ready? Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. It's, it's uh, 10 to 10. Ah, we'll edit it. It's a bit premature, we'll mate. We'll edit it. Probably not for the first time either. No! Can you hear the fireworks? Yep, they're a bit premature. Yeah, very. Right, this is this is definitely going in the podcast. Happy New Year, everyone. Yep, Happy New Year. we weren't going to do one this week because it was like New Year and stuff and I didn't know if we'd fit one in but you were relentless you text me you were like yeah up for a podcast mate you're getting it's into not, this you're getting into this now though aren't you it's not quite how it went down well that's how I imagine it in my head okay. you, you're getting into it though aren't you you're enjoying this more than you were at the start yeah no in, in a way I think it's kind of faintly therapeutic actually <laughs> oh really oh that's that's like my that's like my Christmas present. Faintly being the operative <laughs> word in that sentence. All right, fair enough. Well, look, I've got some treats for you this again today. Yeah, yeah thank you for that. That's all right. Do you, you want to tell people what I've got? I can't see what that is. Well, this is um, All Butter Cheddar Twist, a classic Christmas nibble. Right. We've got... Um, we didn't. I didn't get pistachio nuts this week because I felt like last week they were just distracting you a bit too much. I've eaten about... Four million of them since yeah, then, so they as don't you need should have. Yeah, but these are um, honey roasted cashews. Was so the one thing they've got over pistachios is you don't need to shell them. Um, and obviously, classic Ferrero Rocher. And you've also got tea, hobnobs. I'm drinking JD and Coke today. So yeah, um, yeah. There's a few things I want to say straight away, which is um, thank you to everyone that's been offering questions for the past few weeks. We didn't expect to get so many, and it really does keep this thing afloat because we've got nothing else to talk about to each other. So mm. it's good stuff. Keep them coming. We're really, we're really getting into this now. Um, also, should mention that George Grimwood, um, our good friend, kindly um, offered to put us on his uh, website, um, podnose.com. If you want to find us on there, you can. Um, it's uh, words slash with slash Chris slash Drew at the end of www.podnose.com. So you can find us on there. Thank you, George, for that. It's very kind of you. And, um, yeah, check out some of the other good podcasts on, on there as well. Righteous. Righteous, indeed. Um, we couldn't go this week without having a little talk about Lemmy. I suppose that's true, yeah. It's incredibly sad news that I found out yesterday as I'm sure most people did it fucking sucks doesn't it, it yeah it really does um, icon in yeah. in the music industry in general I think it's fair to say and I was really like the amount of like people posting about it was incredible like 
It was like when I woke up this morning after finding out last night, there was like, I, I couldn't, I was scrolling on Facebook and it was just Lemmy, 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 as it should be. Yeah. Do you have any, um, anything to say about Lemmy? Um, what a hell of a life, you know? Mm. 70, wasn't he? 70, but, you know, I think most people would probably agree that he did more in those 70 years than most people would manage. <laughs> yeah. Well, I read a I quote think he probably from... did more in one year than most people did in 70. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. I read a quote from that someone posted saying, um, someone asked him, um, do you get hangovers? And he said, no, you have to, you have to stop drinking to get hangovers, <laughs> which is very funny, classic line. Well, here's to you, Lemmy, because I'm drinking some JD and Coke right now. Um, he, probably, he probably would have skipped the Coke. Wouldn't he? I don't just know. had JD. I'm not. I don't know what what he what he liked to drink. Actually, I'm drinking tea. But I can pour some whiskey what, in there. It, we can make it an Irish I've, tea. I've got to drive later, mate. Oh, so, well, sorry. Oh, well, here's to you, Lemmy. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. It would be a sad year without you next year. Um, speaking of next year, we are on the the cusp of New Year. Well, in fact, this is going out um, on Sunday, obviously. So I hope you're all recovered from your New Year's hangovers. But um, yeah, this is Tuesday. So where are you? Do you where do you know where you're spending New Year yet? No. Nope. Oh, as far as I'm concerned, I, I, I'm not a fan of New Year. We spoke about New Year last week, I believe, and it, I'm not really a fan of the whole thing. There's a lot of pressure. But as long as there's alcohol, yeah. you're with a good a good fruit. I can't speak. A good few friends, then you can you can have yeah, a good it's, time. Yeah, so. it's it's nice to you know, it is a nice time to kind of be around people you love and all the rest of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you know, on the other hand of it, the other side of it. You know, it's just one of those sort of uh, annual, what's the word? Events. Events. Something like that. It's uh, one of those... Word, your words fail you. I know, right? Uh, I think I'm in still a bit of a festive food coma. Oh, really? But, you know, it's just one of those annual things you can't hear. year later. Hmm? Soon yeah. comes round, doesn't it? Yeah. With a sort of grinding inevitability. Do uh, you get a bit upset at New Year? Yeah, sometimes. Mm. But, you know, who doesn't, right? Well, I'll be with you at New Year. If you're coming to the railway, we can we can kiss each other. Nah, we're all right. you're right, mate. Oh, that's pretty deep. Um, all right, we've had another a huge amount of questions today. I don't even know if we're going to get through it. We're five minutes in. It's well, gonna let's take... let's crack on. Let's crack let's on. Let's get it let's, done. Let's get it done. Um, all right, first one, Adam Jarrett. Um, we're sorry that we we actually missed your question last week, but. We're answering it this week, and you've given us another question on top of that as well, so you're getting double double for your money this time. Um, and he, he wanted to know, first of all, is it, is it better to wipe your buttocks from front to back or back to front? That's not... I'm going to say this again. Mm. That's not the precise wording of the... Uh, what was the wording? Well, it wasn't buttocks. All right. Because if you're wiping your buttocks, you've <laughs> missed quite badly. All right, your anus. Uh, well... <laughs> Sorry to get this straight to the didn't, point. Didn't need to be quite so graphic, did you? Oh, well. <laughs> we all know what we're talking about now. We'll do now, thank God. Yes, so what would you say? Front to back, back to front? Um, I'm going to straight away say front to back, surely. Yeah, okay. It's, Wouldn't you agree? Well, you know, I don't want to like, get too graphic, but that seems a logical way to me. Yeah. No one wants shitty balls. No, no, no. That would be dreadful. <laughs> that would be dreadful. Did um, Adam have another question? He has got. Is that one disgusted you? You don't want to talk about it. That's mm -hmm. fine. Um, his other question was, 
Obviously, he knows. Yeah, we all know you've got a large vocabulary, which is great. Which is why the show is called Words. He mm. wanted to know what's your favourite word and the meaning. Do you have a favourite word? Wow! Just, I know there's just, lots of, just one. Well, there's lot. Well, there's lots of words that you use frequently. Um, incidentally, is one that you say a lot. Yeah, and I started saying that because I hung around. That's, that's a fairly sort of common. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying it? it. I'm not saying it's a you know uncommon word, but yeah. it's just one that you tended you tend to use quite a lot. But yeah, what's it's your... because things tend to occur to me in the middle of sentences, mm. basically. So it means I have to find a way of gracefully segueing from one idea to the next yeah. without looking like a complete idiot. <laughs> and the word "incidentally" is quite useful for that. So you know, incidentally, what do you have a favourite word? Ooh, God. There are just too many to if choose from, aren't there? Well, give us a couple of your favourite words. Adam really wants to know, clearly. Mm. I like the word computation. Computation? Yeah. Why do you like that word? What does it mean, first of all? It basically means the same as calculation. Okay. It's just a different way of saying it. Why, why do you like it? I think possibly because of the reaction it gets, you know. <laughs> you know, when you say, you know, when you're sort of like working out your sums for something. Yeah. Like, right, well, I have computed that, etc., etc., and people are like, oh, what? Because yeah. you sound a bit like a robot. Well, I think people just assume, because you've said computed rather than calculate, that you're that an absolute. Blend. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that's probably a fair assumption to make, but mm. um, it's also that they, I think they imagine that you've gone through some really, really, really deeply vigorous procedure. Mm. When really we've done is just maths. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's a good answer. So really, it's just an exercise. Really, my use of the word computation is just an exercise in obfuscation, basically. Whoa! Huh? <laughs> Holy uh, shit! Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Amazing. What was that word? Obfuscation. Obfuscation. Yes. I can't, doesn't even. I can't even say that properly. What does and, that mean? And episode four has its name. Yeah. There we go. There we go. And with that, we have its title. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. It basically means where you deliberately try to trying to cover something up, basically. Right. You're sort of trying to give the impression that you're cooperating, yeah. but really you're not. You're just being difficult. Okay. That's obfuscation. Well, on a similar topic, um, Katie Golding again. Thanks for another question, Katie. She wanted to know your favourite sounding word. So this is a question of onomatopoeia, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. That's a good question. Yeah, a good sounding word. What's a good sounding word to you? I like macaroon. Yeah, macaroon a, a does sparag- sound nice. Asparagus. Asparagus does sound That's nice. Good. There was a thing in um, Donnie Darko, wasn't it, where they said the nicest two words next to each other is cellar door. Cellar door. Which I, is quite nice to it say. Sound, it sounds nice, but how, how would you uh, quantify that? Or, or even qualify that? What, in a sentence? Well, what I, what I mean is... Um, by what? How do you? By what standard do you measure the? Oh, uh, well, I don't know. Well, I guess it's just personal preference. Like, yeah, do you, do you, you have... would have thought it's an entirely subjective phenomenon, the sound of a, mm. of a word or a sound of anything, really. So, know? would you have a favourite sounding word, or any, or just any words that spring to your mind that sound nice when you say them? They probably are, but I can never. I think Katie of... just wants you to say words. Okay, fair. We all want you to say <laughs> words. Thing is, I can never think of them. On request, uh, you know, they just sort of happen naturally. Okay. You know, it's you, know, you can't uh, 
you can't expect them to be on all the time. It just happens. <laughs> well, what I'll, what I'll say is, Katie, like he's gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask you now, Andrew, to through this episode, try and use as many ridiculous words as you can in answering the question. Okay. It's gonna make naming the episode even harder. Yeah, too much. Have a, too have, much to choose yeah, from. Yeah, exactly. But we'll basically we'll get back to you with that one, Katie. It's coming. You'll you'll hear lots of words. Um, okay, uh, let's go with well, <laughs> Kit again. He's asked. I have to apologise to Kit because I think I called you Kip by mistake last week. You moron! I know. What an idiot! Right? Yeah. Sorry, dude. Well, um, I hope you accept his apology and his answer for this question: um, Is a Jaffa cake a cake or a biscuit? Mm. That old chestnut. That old chestnut. Mm. Uh, hmm. This is yeah. This is an issue on which people seem to be quite partisan. Oh. You know what I mean. I never know what you mean. No, fair enough. Um, you know what? I don't really eat jaffa cakes, so I don't really. know. I'm not a massive fan. Yeah, I mean they they. I good. used to be. I used to be. I mean, if you if if you need a quick boost of energy. Yeah, you know, slap a jaffa cake in your face. Yeah, and you know that's that's quite a good, that's well, I'd, quite I'd, a useful. I'd, I'd say they're a cake because well, one, it's in the name jaffa cake. Two, they're not the same. They're not the same consistency as a biscuit. They're not. As, they're not as tough. Mm. You know, because we've got you got a pack of hobnobs sitting next to you. That's and if, true. And that is a biscuit. That's a solid. Well, biscuit. maybe. Well, maybe you know. Saying, would, you, would you dip a jaffa cake in your tea? There you go. I don't think. Given its consistency, I don't think it would survive somehow. But the thing is, you know, maybe maybe we're looking at this all wrong. Okay. I mean, is 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 the whole? I think the whole cake slash biscuit binary system mm. is maybe just a is maybe a bit of a red herring. Maybe it's a spectrum. Possibly. I'm so I'm maybe, more. Yeah. Inv- I may, maybe our thinking about this issue is is really what the problem is. Probably yeah. We're looking so at they, it the wrong so way. They, so there you go. Look. That's that's not an answer really at all. Probably I think, not. <laughs> I think I've just confused the issue even more. But maybe yeah. You know, sorry, um, dude. Yeah, apologise again. Although I'm proud of you. You haven't said I don't know yet once. You've answered in a well, good way. Touch wood. Yep, touch wood. Yep. Okay, this is this is probably the most serious question that we had this week. Oh man. Um, yeah, Carl Smith, good chum, very good chum. Um, uh, he said, uh, "Okay, I'm gonna try and word. I'm a little bit tipsy, uh, so I'll try and word this properly." Um, he said, "With the resources available uh, to us, why is there still poor people in the world?" And then he said, "Are people naturally cruel and scared of each other, so need things to make ourselves feel important?" I think I worded that pretty well. It's a bit heavy, man. Yeah, but you know, come on. Let's get to it. Right, come on, boffins. Let's <laughs> yeah. sort this out. Let's sort this out. Waving your staff like Gandalf at the world's ills. Um, I think... I think... The human race, in general, does suffer from a staggering lack of empathy a lot of the time. Mm. So that's definitely a problem. But... I also think that... You know, you're saying specifically that the world has an abundance of resources but yeah uh, we tend to waste it yeah they don't, they're not being used particularly efficiently or fairly mm. um that to me i think is well 
I mean, I think the lack of empathy there is definitely a component of that. But I would say a larger part of it is down to a series of very, very complicated, perhaps intractably complicated, structural reasons. Mm. The way societies are organised. And the economy. And all that kind of stuff. Like I say, really um, unfathomably complicated well, maybe it's not complicated. I don't know. Maybe it's not. Maybe maybe it is just very, very, very simple. Mm. Well, I saw something that was saying if the world knew the way the world's banking system was um, operated, we'd all lose our shit. Well, probably. probably. Trouble is, no one can really puzzle it out, can they? No. I mean, well, obviously his question was, why is there still poor people when there's, there's clearly enough money to go around? necessarily mm. but it's you know um it's it's a it's a tricky one it would be nice in an ideal world if everyone had you know a fair share and clearly that's not the case but um how would <laughs> if you were if you were president of the earth would you have it that way i think if i was president of the earth the earth would have far bigger problems <laughs> oh shit yeah that sounds really ominous it's looking bleak carl sorry dude Happy New Year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. All right. Um, Kelsey, Mrs. Smith. Um, hey, Kelsey. Hey, Happy New Year. Um, she wanted, This was a great question. She was like, if we had matching tattoos, me and you, what would we get and why? So what's your first thought, matching tattoos? I, well, I don't have any tattoos to begin with. No, you don't. So it would so, be your first tattoo, so you'd have to that put would a lot be, of thought into it. That would be quite a commitment for a first-time tattoo, mm. I think, to be honest. To com- to uh, eternally bind yourself with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're terrified of that. Well, maybe, maybe it would be... Well, you, have you seen Blues Brothers? Mm-hmm. You know, they've got each other's names yeah. on their knuckles. But we do that. Chris, Chris and Drew. Drew. Yeah. And then we could fist bump and be like, boom. Yeah, there you go. Words. Okay, yeah. that's that's pretty good. We should give a shout out to our good friend Jason's new tattoo shop, Moth and Flame. Um, you should yeah. check that out on Facebook and get some ink for the new year. It's super cool. Super cool. Yeah, shameless plug. But oh, yeah, yeah, do that. Do yeah. so. To our podcast, we can we can do what we like. We can say what the fuck we want. I can say fuck as many times as I want. Andrew, say fuck. Go on. Fifty fucks. Oh shit. It's more efficient than saying it's at 50 Yeah, no, you're right, you're right. Well done. Efficient. Mm. Uh, all right, cool. Um, we've got, we got another request for a list of a top five for you. I want to try and keep this quite short. I don't want the reason. I just want the, the actual names of it. So, Paul Perkins. What's up, homie? He's a uh, happy new year to you as well. He's, he wants to know your top five kebab shops. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm not quite the uh, prolific kebab muncher I used to be. Yeah, but you've had your day. Oh, you've yeah. had it. You, oh, you've seen some. Yeah, no. If I if I if I get a kebab now, I just feel ill for a week. Yeah. When I was younger, I could just plow through them. Oh, I love the kebab, mate. I don't. I, I'm the same. When oh, I, I, I enjoy the eating part. Oh, the, yeah. the eating part's not 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 the issue. It's just that sort of immediately afterwards. That inevitable regret. You just kind of like, why did I do that? <laughs> what am I doing to myself? Yeah. Oh yeah, do Has you it really a... come to this? <laughs> yeah. Sitting on my own at 3am. Yeah, I tend to find it. Always... <laughs> it always tends to come at like those dark hours of the morning as yeah. well when you're sitting there and you're like, oh, 
You, you look over at the box and it's just there. You think maybe there might be a bit of meat and it's just cabbage. Yeah, yeah. Although I actually have to say I don't. I quite like the cabbage now. I never. I get a bit of lettuce. It, maybe it's. It gives a nice. It gives a pickled cabbage. It gives a nice crunch mm. to it. Well, yeah. Do you have a top five? The one I've probably frequented mostly is is the charcoal grill. Charcoal grill. Where's that? That's in Biggin Hill. Biggin Hill. Number four. Got to throw Mancho's in there. I don't know if it's yeah. called Mancho's anymore. But, no, um, I think it's called the Bromley Grill now. Bromley Grill next to yeah. the Swan and Meyer. That's going in at number four. Number three? Um, I did once visit an Abracababra in Dublin. <laughs> it's really cool, actually. It's sort of like... Abracababra. Abracababra. It's sort of like... It's one in Shirley, I believe, as well, called okay. Abracababra. I don't know if it's like related. I don't know if they're part of the same company. Popular name. But... Um, <laughs> This one was really the one in Dublin was really really cool because it was arranged like like a McDonald's like a fast food restaurant. All right. So rather than sort of placing your order and waiting until they've put it all together mm. for you, they constantly they've got like a backroom team who are constantly just putting them together oh, and sweet. stacking them up. So you say, okay, I'd like a dollar and wedges and a drink, mm. and they just go and get it for you straight away. Boom. And you're in and out quick as a flash. Shaking it all about. How many is that? Is that three? That's three. Number two. Um, there is a kebab place in Hayes that I've frequented mm. many a time in the past. Okay. Um, reason being is that um, you know driving home, I just drive home that way sometimes quite late. Yeah. And sometimes you hear it calling your name. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, we need we need a number one kebab shop. Oh, these this is in no particular order. Oh, okay. Sorry, okay. Oh, I can't. Don't ask me to choose a favourite. All right, I'm fair just, enough. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I suppose actually one just just because of the happy memories or eight. Once had quite a fun evening. Like again, I was a lot younger then, and this was at a time when I could eat uh, happily, plough through a large dollar and chips mm. with relative impunity, unlike nowadays, and. Um, just sort of randomly hanging out. I was probably only about 20 at the time. Just yeah. randomly hanging out with some friends. It was quite late. We were like, hungry. Yeah, me too. Let's go on a kebab hunt. Yeah, man. So we drove all the way to West Wickham. Oh, right. And uh, there's, a, there's a kebab place in West Wickham. Yeah. Proudly <clears> drove <throat> back with our carrier bags full of... Nice. Full of uh, chips well, there you and go. kebabs and Mr. Perkins and drink. And Mr. Perkins has his top five kebab shop, so... You... I don't remember its name, but... Nah, uh, but you, you, you'll, you'll find it. Yeah. <laughs> um, before we carry on with the questions, would you like a, a cheese twist? I'm not into cheese twists. Oh, Sorry, dude. Would you like a honey roasted cashew? I'm all right. I actually had a oh bite before I came out, which was so. This is all oh. wasted. Ferrero Rocher. Well, you can have it, can't you? I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't. Well, I don't want to eat on my own. I feel like a pig. Well, you know, ration your portions. You know. All right, I might unravel. Spread it. it out. This is this is a Christmassy sound. You're going to hear this. Me unraveling a Ferrero Rocher. I mean, you don't have to oh. eat it all now, do you? Uh, what? I'm not going to save half a Ferrero Rocher. No, I mean yeah. all of, all of them. No, all no, just no. You don't have to eat them oh, all. Now, you hear you? that sound? Mm, beautiful. Right, while I throw this in my mouth, uh, <laughs> um, the next the next thing was um, Chris Wakelin. Hello, yeah. Chris. Happy New Year to you. Um, he wanted to know who'd win in a fight between Indiana Jones and Han Solo. Go. Oh, that's interesting. Because oh, Ferrero Rocher. In many ways, they are exactly the same character. Mm. Although I would say Indiana Jones's moral compass is maybe slightly better. Initially, is better tuned than than Han Solo. 
Mm. Even though they personality wise they seem fairly similar, you know, hot headed, mm. fairly uh, um, impulsive. It would be an interesting. They live, rock. An, they, they live an action adventure lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, even between like the two movies, there's kind of a lot of parity actually. I think in like some of the stuff they do. Yeah, like in Star Wars, he shoots Greedo under the table. Yeah, and that's cold. <laughs> cold as ice. Yeah, and um, but then in Indiana Jones, um, do you remember that bit? Where that he's he's fighting a load of dudes. That's a, that happens a lot. In yeah, yeah. And um, then this guy with a bendy sword jumps out and starts waving his sword around. And he's like, "Come on, then, <laughs> come on in." And he, and Indiana Jones isn't having it, and you can just see he's like, "Don't be a cunt, mate," and just shoots him. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, you know, so clearly both both Indiana Jones and uh, Han Solo. Both very streetwise, mm. you know. Um, to say. I think it, if it, what it comes down to ultimately is the fact that, and so I, I guess has access to better weapons, really. Yeah. Indiana Jones has a revolver and a whip, and Han Solo has the Millennium Falcon mm. and uh, and a gun. Uh, laser gun. Well, surely that's better. Well, I would have thought the laser gun's better myself. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, well, there you go, Chris. We're saying Han Solo, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, my friend Ross, Ross Lefley, big up. Happy New Year. Uh, he wants a copy of. Um, <laughs> he said he messaged me going, "Can I get a copy on MP3 of the theme tune for the show? Because every time he hears it, he loses his shit." It's yours, dude. It's yours. Merry fucking Christmas. That's that's wrapped up and on its way. <laughs> so yeah. Do you like the fact that people were digging the theme tune? I'm slightly amused by it actually. It's good because it's 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 it wasn't really a particular labour of love of mine. Right, we need thing, to have a talk you know. about um, last week's Christmas episode. The music you edited to be Christmassy, and I was not the only person that said this. The music was ominous. It was it was meant to sound like cheery and like oh happy days Merry Christmas but it was like I don't know what what were you expecting more like it sounded like I took exactly (laughs) the same music that we normally use and just changed the instruments yeah but so like sleigh bells and dingy dongly things and it just sounded (laughs) it sounded a little bit scary it was more like a Halloween Christmas like Nightmare Before Christmas God yeah not saying it wasn't good. Bunch of sissies, the lot of you. <laughs> um, I like I like the fact that you're protective over your music. That's good. <laughs> well done. <laughs> um, all right, Matt Label. This is a great question. Merry a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to you, Matt. Um, he wants to know the most middle class thing you've ever bought from the the Waitrose. Yeah. <laughs> the most middle class thing. Yeah. I'm getting tipsy now, so I'm going to enjoy this. <laughs> I don't know. Oh! oh. Have a think, will you? Yeah, well, yeah. While I pour don't, myself don't, some. Don't jack. normally go for anything particularly <clears throat> extravagant, you know? It's. Um, I think the thing you've got to realise with that particular branch and is. Again, I'm not weeing, it's Jack Daniels. How many have you had, mate? <laughs> Are you worried? 
well, you know, we're going to be here for another, I guess, half hour or so, and already yeah, that, that bottle's gone down by about a fifth, I would say, in that time. Yeah, well, keep in mind I had a few before you arrived. Did, was but, this bottle new <clears> when you today? No, but I'd had about, I don't know how much I had. It was up to about the top of the label. You've had... Well, I've had a lot. You've had about <laughs> half a, so you've had about half a bottle today. Yeah, basically. Fuck. But this is what I was going to say. Uh, like we spoke about it earlier. This is. I find this time of year, there's nothing to. It's like from Christmas to New Year, things get confusing. I forget what day it is. I forget my obligations and my responsibilities. <laughs> and I woke up and went, "What do I have to do today?" And went, "There's absolutely nothing." And I saw my bottle of Jack Daniels, and then you text me saying we're doing this, and I was like, "I'm going to have the best day ever." So I'm having the best day ever. And don't judge me for drinking a little bit of Jack Daniels and Coke. I'd and and if, it's if, in honour of Lemmy as well. If, you, if your idea of the best day ever is drinking, getting drunk and talking to me... Mate, then I'm easily pleased. Yeah, clearly. I fucking love this. I was going to say, it. you need to perhaps broaden your horizon a little bit. <laughs> no. Um, so yeah, the question, do, do you have a recollection of a time you bought something and walked home and thought, well, well they do have, me. They do have a very impressive selection of wine there. Oh, have you bought some like Ponzi wine? Maybe once or twice, but <laughs> yeah, obviously not not that often, you know. Fair enough. Sorry, that's that's a really disappointing answer. Yeah, it is a little it? bit. I was looking forward to that question. And I could have I could have just said wine next. Yeah, you could have. Well, at least we well we had a little chat. That's fine. Inefficiency. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, let's move on. Um, this is a good one. This is from our good chum Liam McFarlane. Who you said you were going to text to? Because he said he might he might call I up. Never said I was going to text him. Well, I said you should text him because he said he might. No, you didn't. Well, I'm saying it now. Would you like me to text Liam? Text Liam and say give us a call in about 20 minutes if he wants to be part of the show. If not, who cares? Um, right, right, bear, but his um, bear with me. Well, you can listen to the question while typing. Just uh, just t- just tell him 20 minutes. Give us a call. Um, <clears throat> uh, he wants to know your opinion on beard culture. Mm. And you know, because you get beard baubles now for Christmas, you can put in your beard. He Let's wanted to. See, he wanted yeah. to know. He wanted to know. Do you think it's unhealthy to have um, a culture based on beards? Nothing. <laughs> nothing wrong with beards. That's fine. Beards are fine. But, beards are uh, fine. Bear, um, sorry, mate. I can't talk and text at the same oh, time. God's sake. Right, well, you, you text so, Liam. I'm, I'm very old. I've only got so much bandwidth. Oh, you're not old. Uh, every time you say you're old, it really depresses me. Feeling it. Um, <laughs> feeling it. Christmas. What, what am I saying to? Oh, yeah. Say, oh, we're doing the podcast, give us a call in 20 minutes if you want a live question. Okay. And do it Do it quickly, because he, he wants to know the answer to this. It's fine, shall I just talk to myself again, like when you did the other week and you made it sound like I was... <laughs> or icy tundra. In an icy tundra, Which yeah. unaccountably had a church bell in the background. Yeah. yeah. See, church Plenty bells are ominous. Ominous. It's good. <laughs> We're thinking of doing. Um, we're thinking of creating like a game show where someone can phone up. And in answer to Katie's question, Andrew's favourite sounding word is. Today I'm going to say, disapprobation. And like we'll do like a live quiz or something, and they can they can win something from Andrew, like a lock of his hair. We might hear from Mr. McFarlane, but he wants to know your opinion on beard culture. Right. Well, thing is, we I think. This is something we generationally are uniquely qualified to sort of talk about, I would say. Yeah. Because beards are massively fetishised currently mm. and have been for the past four or so years, I'd say. Give or take a little bit. Um, 
And it's it's a really straight it's a really funny thing to see because I mean obviously you know, we're involved in the rock scene, so people having bloody great beards is not really that much of a big deal. You know we're just sort of used to it. Yeah. You know it's just part of part of the furniture. It's part of, yeah it's part of the scenery. You know it goes with the territory. Some people have beards, mm. not a big deal. Uh, but you know it's sort of permeated its way into mainstream culture, and now. I mean, I think I think we've uh, <coughs> we probably reached peak beard. Peak beard. Maybe about a year and a half ago, or yeah. thereabouts. You know. Well, Liam was chatting to me earlier about it, and he said, "Is it? Is it? It's kind of like in a um, a thing of we care more." <laughs> he was saying because we're neglecting our, our pubic regions when, in in essence, it's it they come from the same place because it's to do with your puberty and you start growing hair in places that you didn't have before. But right. he's saying we, we tend to like, we, we tend to groom the beard and make it, obviously it's a place you can see. So, yes. But he's saying, why don't, why don't, if it's all about looks, why don't we do that to our pubes? Why don't we make them look... Style them nicely. Yeah, put, put pube baubles instead of beard baubles. Think, rule one of the internet. <laughs> if you can think of it, Someone's already done it. Well, so, so you're saying there is pube baubles somewhere. I'm sure someone must have done that. Someone must have, yeah. Um, but I, I think that's I think, your next year's Christmas present. Oh with. Jesus! <laughs> anyway, uh, moving Pictures on. Um, the the thing the thing is with with the kind of current beard mania is it's funny for me because we I guess we saw the start of it coming into the mainstream. Yeah, I guess so. You know, well, I, I distinctly remember the time before <coughs> everyone and their dog had a beard. Mm. And now, obviously, it's getting to the point that so many people have done it, it's now really, really considered a bit of a faux pas yeah. to have a beard. Um, but it's funny for me, because I remember a time when, you know, the only kind of people who had beards were generally considered to be either outlaws or geography teachers. <laughs> you know what I mean? My geography teacher was a woman. Did she have a beard? No. Oh, well, there you go. She could have. She could have pulled it off. Okay. Mrs. Finley, if you're listening. <laughs> Hi. Definitely not. Uh, did well in our class. Did you? I was good at geography, actually. What's the capital? What's the former capital of... I can't believe I'm getting tested. Of now. Tanzania. Oh, piss off. The former capital of Tanzania. <laughs> now. I don't know. I don't know. And yeah, I'm saying I don't know. There you go, Mrs. Finley. Yeah, but you didn't see the, the A-star piece of work I did. They got me, uh, uh, you know, an audience with the uh, the head of the school one right. year okay so just remember that like you yeah. weren't there you weren't there man was it about Dara's Salam by any chance no I know it's not because that was the answer to the question oh that dog man okay um, we're going to move on hey, we got we're, so, I haven't finished what was even the question oh beards uh, Liam on the subject alright we'll wrap it up because we've got so much to get through yeah, man just chill your boots people are relentless relax you're alright <laughs> oh, yeah anyway. I'm drinking the um, yeah the, the thing with it is I mean I I sort of I mean, nowadays I tend to keep my beard neat, as, as neatly trimmed as I can, you know. It's looking tidy, man. Thanks, dude. But, um, you know, I did, I did go through a phase about five or six years ago where I totally fell for the whole kind of like, oh, you're not a real man if you haven't got a fucking beard. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? And in retrospect, you can, it's, you, know, you can see how bloody foolish that, that way of thinking well, is, really. You know? yeah. as, much as, as much as I'm sure Matt Ruff is now kind of saying, <laughs> well, that's because it's true. Or, yeah, or yeah, of course. But he's got know, a mighty old wizard beard. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think you know, some people pull off beards magnificently, and, and Matt is obviously one of them. Oh know? yeah, and big up to your beard. Yeah, seriously, Matt, uh, Matt Labelle as well. Yeah, yeah, Matt, mighty fine beard, and there are many, many beards that we know and mm. could, could mention. Oh, hang on, 
Are you ringing you? Or is it a text? It's a text message. Fair enough. I just want to check it's... Uh... It might be Liam. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, may, he, may, he may do that. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, yeah. He's, he's, got, he's put his thinking trousers on. Stick around, you might hear mm. from Liam later. Um, <clears throat> but the trouble is, when I was going through that phase, I didn't really have any grasp of the proper way to kind of maintain a beard. Mm. Or whether I should even have grown one in the first place. Do you think it's un- unhealthy to have an, an obsession with your beard? Or like a, this whole beard culture thing? Do you think it's unhealthy? No, not necessarily. Nece- as long as... It doesn't know, hurt anyone, I suppose. No, no, I, I suppose not. But um, I look back at old pictures of myself and think, you didn't suit the full beard. You shouldn't have done that. Okay. You, bas- you basically was- wasted the pr- your prime years on a really misguided idea about... Yeah. Uh, about what your beard represented. Okay. When really, for me, it was just an affectation. Yeah, so we're saying it's not unhealthy, but yeah, let's yeah. not don't obsess over it, I suppose. Just it's part of it's part of the furniture. Yeah. 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 Cool. If you can grow a good beard, good luck to you. Yeah, by all means. Um, right, Steve Watling. Hey, Steve. Yeah, hey, Steve. Um, he wants to know what you think the best film slash book series of the year was. I saw his uh, comment. Yeah. He also mentioned music. And oh, he did mention music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I have to give an answer to all three, or can I just do one? Just do one. Okay. Cool. Cool. Well, you know, I've only seen, I've only been to the pictures twice this year. Okay. And one of which we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. So the other film I saw was Mad Max. Okay. Fury Road, which I absolutely loved because yeah. it was just so unbelievably silly. <laughs> and, yeah. And. Um, it's it's a weird one because that movie. Um, it's a weird one because if you broke down the script or the screenplay or whatever to literally just the dialogue, the script would only be about four pages long, I think. Yeah. And yet somehow it is the most one of the most quotable movies I've ever seen. Like seriously. <laughs> well, Mad Max. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, yeah. the the new one, the one that came yeah, out this yeah. year, and it spawned about half a dozen internet memes instantly. You know. Mm. Yeah, I can imagine. And uh, I'm sure George Miller or someone in his team must have been thinking about that. You know, if you can turn it into a meme, put it into your movie. Yeah, standard. You know, um, and visually, obviously, very, very impressive. And just it's just porn, really, isn't it? Um, because it, it it really it really titillates. Yeah. Rather than does anything particularly intellectual. But then again, then again, I would say it has a level of craftsmanship to it. Mm. Which you don't often see in big action blockbusters these days. I mean, you talk about pornographic filmmaking. Michael Bay. To 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 paraphrase, <laughs> no, to paraphrase the renowned film critic Mark Kermode. Um, Mark Kermode basically said that Michael Bay may as well be making porn films. <laughs> and this was his review yeah. of, of sure one, everything blows up. Yeah, it was it was one of his <laughs> uh, reviews of one of the Transformers movies, and like yeah. there's bangs and explosions and screaming and groaning and fluid getting sprayed everywhere and <laughs> it's like yeah okay yeah. <laughs> just a porn film yeah yeah. He, he, suffice to say he didn't like it very much okay. I don't know what he thought about Mad Max though is Mad Max one that you'd go for then for this year well considering it's the only, one of only three movies I actually saw this year then we'll that'd be that. one Birdman I think Birdman came out this year I'm not sure fantastic movie mm-hmm. well there you go Steve you gent. Yeah, yeah. Happy New Year to you. But uh, music. Oh, can we not? Well, two, we're gonna just we're gonna argue. Two, uh, <laughs> two, two, two candidates. Oh, go on. For me personally, 
Um, loves Napalm Death's album because it's just absolutely unbelievably intense from start to finish, which is exactly what you want from that sort of thing. Yeah, I'd agree. And I can now give you my full review of the Clutch record as well. Oh, you've actually, like, okay. Yeah, yeah. And my full review basically boils down to it's a Clutch record, 500 out of 5. There you go. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, another quick one was about bacon. Sam Edwards wanted to know, do you prefer smoky bacon or just normal bacon? He I, he, he liked to, he wanted to mention he it, for him it's smoky bacon all the way. I do like both, but it's just one of those things. Depends on my mood, really. Fair enough. Some days need some smoke. Need a bit of smoke. Other days, not necessary. Un un unnecessary. Okay. Um, had a question from James Chambers. I saw him uh, the other day in the pub, and he he was he wanted to ask you about getting drunk in space would you be more like so right now I'm sipping on a lovely Jack Daniels and Coke if I was doing this in space would I be getting ten times more hammered uh, than I am now well there's the thing I don't know I, I suspect this is I suspect he's not asking my opinion I think he's asking me a general knowledge question here probably yeah I don't know is the mm, short answer okay. there I mean it may well be that the lack of gravity etc etc does have an effect on the way you metabolise alcohol yeah I don't know though. I'd you have to. I'd have know. to look that one up. Sorry, James. James, you've you've stumped. If I ever Andrew. if I ever go to space, <laughs> I'll I'll find out for Next you. Next year, that's your New Year's resolution. Yes, go to space and get hammered. and uh, yes, finish off the Jack Daniels. Yeah, if I don't first. Yeah. Well, um, you should you should put a, a cork in that then and save <laughs> it for, for when you go to space. Maybe, maybe I will. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. Uh, there's. I wanted to do the segment on the. Um, the newfangled words that all the kids are using <laughs> and to see if you know the meaning. So we've got to get Bring that in and we've also got to get the joke in. Andrew's weak, jokely, jokely weak. Jokely weak, eh? <laughs> or his weak joke. Um, we'll, we'll get that in. How dare you? All right, well, we're gonna do, I'm going to go through a little list that Emma Chandler, thank you again for listening. And again, she said to me last, last week that our podcast was uh, brightening up her day, so I hope this does again. Um, okay, let's hit you with some words. So is this a collaborative list then? She she's given me this list okay. of of words that people are using nowadays, the younger folk, and um, she wants to know if you know what they mean. So here we go. On fleek. What? <laughs> yeah, that was exactly the reaction I was expecting. Did Do you, you have any? No, these aren't did, made did up. Did she make that up? No, these are these are things people are saying nowadays. Is it good? Uh, is on fleek good or is it bad? It is good. Oh, good. What does it mean? It basically if something's on fleek, it's like yeah, that's on point and that's really good. That's cool. Where the hell it's did like, that come from? So like, you could, if you if you did a solo while playing for us on stage and someone went, oh mate, your solo was on fleek. You know what they're talking about. Well, you wouldn't I'm, just go. Well, what I'm, the hell are you blithering on about? What in God's holy name are you blathering about? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad I know that now. Just See, in case, this just is in ed case that educating happens. you, educating you. Um, uh, snatched. Snatched. Any, any idea? Yeah, snatched. Well, I, I know what it means, but I suspect it now has another meaning. <laughs> well, go on, give us a guess. I, well, I can tell you what I think it means. Go on. It's when you just like forcibly grab something. <laughs> Matt, no, it, it's changed, hasn't is it? Is the answer? It's oh, changed. Dear. Snatched is basically um, another thing similar to on fleek. Mm. It's like if if something is snatched, it's like so. The example she gave me was if uh, you know girls care a lot about their eyebrows. 
yes. how they look. Yeah. She was like, if someone's um, eyebrows are, you know, looking fantastic, she'd be like, oh, your eyebrows are snatched. Like, really? Yeah, apparently so. That's one I didn't know about. Uh, you see, this is, this, this is an interesting one. You know, the white meanings of words changing. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, you know, we had this conversation about solipsism the other day, didn't we? Mm. Mm-hmm. And obviously the uh, the meaning of that has migrated fairly considerably. Yeah. I would say, you know. Do you want the next one? Uh, there's only another... How far into the list there's are five, we? There's five more. All right, bring it on. Okay, extra. <laughs> Come on, you're making these up. <laughs> I'm not making these up. I'm not. Seriously. If something's ec- extra or <laughs> someone is extra, what do you think that means? Extra what? <laughs> this would be a conversation between like a young lad, like going, oh mate, you're so extra. And you'd be like, what? Extra what, yeah. Yeah. Well, basically, um, it means if someone's going over the top, or something so if at a party and they're just like going completely nuts and they're like ruining everyone's good time or even making it better you know life and so oh that person is extra or if a teacher even if a teacher is giving you too much homework oh that was extra man she's giving extra homework <laughs> something like that wow okay all right sus 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 yeah well, you know, that was around as a slang term when i was a youth oh so you know what that means well again it, it might mean something completely well, different. Well, what do you now. think it means? Well, what do you think it means? If someone was to use that well, in... I, when, I, when I use it, yeah. I would mean I've, I've, I'm going to suss you out, you know, I'm going to figure out what that person's yeah. game is. Or, or well, yeah. Or if something is a bit sus, you think it's a bit suspect, a bit dodgy. Uh, yeah, that's right. Is that right? That's right. So it's something when that's... something's a bit sketchy or shady. That was easy peasy. Well, you know. Just seeing... Okay, here's a common one. Bay. Ah, uh, no, I do... I, I do um, Go I do, on. I do know that one because that led to a fairly memorable Facebook exchange. Well, go on. What, do you, what does it mean? Well, I used to think I'm, I'm not making this up. I swear this is the absolute truth. I used to think it stood for British Aerospace Engineering. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You'd see it in the paper, that, you know, the ongoing <laughs> thing about Heathrow getting an extra runway and <laughs> someone at BAE would issue a statement of what they but felt about it. it it's ba- is BAE. BAE. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. BAE. So, that at first I thought <laughs> I just saw it appear on on news feeds and whatnot, and I thought, oh, okay, people are talking about. It. I just assumed that for some reason British aerospace engineering was trending. <laughs> okay. I couldn't imagine why. But Do you know uh, what it means. And now? then yeah, when you actually slow down and read what people are saying, it's like they're talking about something completely different. Mm. What what does it mean then? It means your boyfriend or your girlfriend, pretty much. Doesn't yeah, it? in yeah. in it's an acronym for babe or baby, and also before anyone else. B-A-E, before... I think that last one sounds like a post-rationalisation, to be honest. Possibly. But anyway, uh, shade. Shade? Yep. If someone, you know... uh, Well, I've always sort of taken that to mean, like, someone's ghost. Okay. So, like, someone, the shade of... Well, it's basically if someone... if, If you say that he threw shade at me, it's basically where someone's sort of, like, mocking you in public, but, like, behind your back kind of thing so it's like oh he threw shade at me in front of everyone like he's kind of mocking you in front of people like I'm never going to remember all of these um this is the last one FOMO what? FOMO? yeah how do you spell that? F-O-M-O please use that in a sentence okay um oh there was this totally bitching party going on and I had a total case of FOMO going on oh I've got nothing sorry (laughs) 
right. Was, you're make, you must be making I'm not that making, up. these were sent to me by Emma, so you take it up with well, Emma. she's making them up then. Well, oh, Emma, you're going to get a phone call from <laughs> Andrew. You're making these up, making me look like a fool. Yeah. No, it basically means it's fear of missing out. How does that apply in that in what the, what you just said though? If a massive party going on, I couldn't go. Oh, you couldn't go to the party. Did I not mention that? Okay, no, sorry. You, you said you did go to the party. See, this is what half a bottle of Jack Daniels does. To well, no, but even no, but even if you were at the party, but something work. was going on in another room, and you were like, "Oh no, there's something going on in there. I've got total FOMO going on. Fear of missing out. I've got to be there. I'm, I don't want to miss out." Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, oh, well. That's your, yeah, that was that was kind of the response I was expecting. Just total like, oh god, I'm old. <laughs> is that is this is this just a way of torturing me? No, you just, love this. Just reminding you me how this. fucking over the hill I am. Well, you can now torture me in the best way possible because I want the joke. Uh, I want the weekly. I got my joke. hopes up there for a second. Well, no, well, well, I don't want you to torture me uh-huh. really physically. So yeah, have you got a, you got a good joke? Oh mate, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's sounding promising. Right, hit me with a joke. Let's go. Right, so Weekly joke. I've decided that uh, this week we're going to go with an aquatic theme because oh, we had we had one in week one and that seemed to go down quite well. Yeah, yeah, everyone's so loving that. So I think I think we'll we'll uh, come we'll on. Ca- then. We'll carry on with it. Hit me up. Let's go. So two protagonists in this joke. Mm-hmm. Larry the lobster. Okay. And Sam, Larry. yeah, Sam the clam. Larry the lobster, Sam the clam. Yeah. Okay. And you know, they were best buddies. Mm-hmm. You know, tight. Like us, yeah. Yeah, and I expect they probably did some idiotic podcast in the sea. <laughs> and, you know. In the sea, yeah. Yeah, sea, sea cast, podcast, sea podcast, <laughs> Codcast. Codcast. Oh, oh, the puns are coming. That's better than my joke. We might as well say that. <laughs> Is that better than uh, Wookie Nookie that I used last week? I think Wookie Nookie was a bit better. That was great, wasn't it? Right, come on, yeah. so, uh, yeah, the, the lobster yeah, guy we, and the... the oh, man. so, yeah, they, 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 they stuck together through thick and thin, you yeah. know. Thick and thin. Thick thin, and thin, eh? No, no. Fish buns, yeah, thin. Yeah. Oh, go on. Neither of them are fish, are they? A lobster oh. is not a fish. I was just using... All right, go on. You're some kind of idiot. <laughs> we both know I am. Well, anyway... That notwithstanding, mm-hmm. um, you know they um, they stuck together through through the good times and the bad, and <laughs> yeah. uh, you know went to each other's weddings and you know, <laughs> oh. they godparents to each other's kids and you yeah. know the whole the whole nine yards. Yeah, yeah, know. good chums. And um, one day an asteroid hit the Earth. Oh shit! At the precise point where they happened to be standing. Yeah. And this seems these sort of apocalyptic events seem to happen a lot in the sea when I'm telling jokes. Yeah, they do. Mm. It's dark. Yeah. Well, there you go. Happy uh, New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. <laughs> and uh, you know, they get wiped out completely. Mm-hmm. You know, just you know. I suppose to put it in the modern parlance, wrecked. Wrecked. Ah, oh, see, yeah. Emma. He's, he's there catching you go, on. Catching he's on. got some of his own. Yeah, not quite. Uh, <laughs> Wait, that, that, that asteroid was extra. Yeah, yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I, well, yeah. I think the asteroid heard there was a party on Earth and got a major dose of FOMO, didn't it? Yeah, and it got, you're it, getting it. It went there in such a hurry that it accidentally wiped out all. Life yeah, on the yeah, planet. exactly, exactly. You're getting it. I like yeah. It. Okay, yeah, so yeah. asteroid. It's, it's, a, it's a pity because that party was on fleek. I heard. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, Emma, you just you educated go. during the joke. I feel ten years younger. <laughs> Alright, come on then. So the asteroid wipes these guys out. Yeah, totally. And um, but here's the thing: you got to know. I've got to know. This is the important information. You right. know, Larry the Lobster, Saint Diamond. Yeah, absolute know. ledge. Yeah, yeah, absolute ledge. Um, probably nice lobster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not nice. not the vicious little bastards you normally no. imagine them to be. Okay. No, really, really cool. And uh, so he went to heaven. Mm-hmm. Sam the clam though. Is he a bad egg? Dark. Dark, dark past, dark history. <coughs> you know? Right. You know. He's he, been up to no good. He goes to hell, yeah? So many skeletons in that clam's closet. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Okay. For real. Unfortunately for him, he went to hell. Oh mate. You know. Separated. I know, right? So uh, yeah, by the look of it the fellowship was broken. Yeah. You know. All things must pass, as they say. Yeah. So they went their separate ways, and um, Larry the Lobster really likes it in heaven, obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, but you know, after after the initial sort of novelty of being up there is is, is beginning to wear off, he realizes he misses his old chum. Yeah. You know, and so standard he, man. Standard, you know, as as you would do, as anyone would. So you know, he gets talking to Saint Pete. And St. Pete's like, how you settling in? <laughs> how you settling did you, in? Did you like the welcome pack? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> did you like the welcome pack? Oh, yeah. There's a, of course there's a welcome pack. Yeah. You get a little in harp. In fish heaven. Yeah. A harp. Yeah. Wings. Yeah. A carp. Halo. <laughs> you know. And, uh, you know. We've got to do a whole episode of puns. <laughs> we have to. <laughs> Please, no. And... So they get talking, and uh, St. Pete says to uh, says to Larry the Lobster, so, how are you, how you finding it? Yep. And uh, Larry the Lobster says, honestly, this is great. Love it. It's yeah. fantastic. I'd definitely come again. Um, but, you know, I've got to be honest, I'm missing my old mate, Sam the Clam. Bless him. I know, right? And St. Pete says, well, you know, I totally understand, dude, you know. Oh, I'll tell you what, tell you what, because, you know, your record is pretty, pretty clean. Yeah. Good behaviour on earth, you know. Um, so, you know, I can call in a few favours, swing a few things for you. Mm-hmm. We could arrange a nice little day trip for you to go and visit him. Okay. So that would be fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I would love that. Mustard. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah. And so, good, well, I'll make it so. And he does. Okay. So, uh, Larry the Lobster... Gets out his lobster briefcase. Yep. And packs his uh, halo, wings, harp. Yeah, he's ready to go. He's ready to go, you know. I mean, if you, you I think lobsters generally travel light anyway, you know. So. Probably, yeah. So, and uh, it gets in the elevator to hell. And uh, down there, he's he's greeted by Sam the Clam. Oh, reunited. Reunited at last after t- all of two weeks. Oh, you know, mate. it seemed like an eternity to them. But, yeah, yeah. You know. And um, I said, "Ah, oh, fantastic! Great to see you, etc., etc." You know, they embrace. I'm no idea how that would work. He'd I, didn't, kind of, I didn't think this through, did I? Larry would kind of pick him up in his claws, and Sam the Clam would just have to sort of close on him. Yeah, just some, close on his face and be like, I love you, dude. Miss yeah, you. Yeah, I love you, bro. 
And uh, so they sort of end the day, they hang out, and you know, so what, what have you been up to since you got to hell, Sam, the clam? says, well, I run a disco now. Oh, that's cool. You're always talking about doing that uh, yeah, back yeah. on Earth. And he said, well, you know, now that I'm dead, I've got a lot of free time. And uh, so I decided to finally go ahead and uh, bar up the old disco. Said, oh, fantastic. So they go and visit it and have a few drinks and basically spend a day and a night there. So it was uh, lovely to see you, Sam, but I've got to, got to get off now. You know, I left a casserole cooking. <laughs> yeah. So I've got to get back and uh, sort that out. You know. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. lovely to see you, mate. Um, uh, well, well, cheerio. So Larry the Lobster goes back to the elevator. Yeah, yeah. Goes back up to heaven. Yeah. And he's about to get out and St. Pete goes, stop. Oh shit, trouble. Larry the Lobster. Look here, look here, old chap. What's the fish, you? Uh, he's not a fish. <laughs> that doesn't even, that doesn't even work. Carry on. He's a crustacean. Oh, sorry, I'll stop. Honestly. I'll stop. I love a bit of punny lingus. Oh, God's sake. <laughs> Alright, carry on. So there's a problem. I like it too, but it, the puns have to be relevant. <laughs> well, okay. I'll stop, I'll stop. Yeah, please do. <laughs> so, you've got a problem. Yeah. Check your briefcase. Yeah, yeah. So he opens up his lobster briefcase. Mm. And he's got his wings. Yeah, yeah. His halo. Mm. No harp. Oh, what? What's he done with the harp? That's what St. Pete says. Your harp's missing. So he's not allowed in? Well... They will give him special dispensation because it's a first offence. Okay, okay. And yeah, again, previously good record, but they've said you can't get sloppy again like that in the future, mate. No, no, no. Seriously. <laughs> this is. This is serious business. Okay. And uh, you forgot your harp. Do you know where it is? Mm. And Larry the Lobster says, Oh my god. I. Yeah. Left my harp <laughs> in Sam Clam's disco. <laughs> is that a well-known song I don't know you're telling me you've never heard of Tony Bennett oh. you philistine <laughs> oh it was a great joke I like the fact you sung as well you actually sung more of a, musical, more of a musical joke that was good that was really good well done um, <laughs> do you like it I do yeah, yeah. I did I've never heard it so, so the fact the fact that you've never heard this classic is <laughs> no. uh, basically completely uh, hamstrung my amazing joke. <laughs> a little bit is what you're telling me. No, it was good. I, like every every joke you tell, I appreciate. It's the, like we said, it's the journey, not the destination. Well, yeah, that's, I think it's a healthy <clears throat> philosophy to have on life, really, yeah, isn't it? Definitely. Yeah. I'm um, I'm suitably inebriated. Yeah, man, you can't spell inebriated without beer. You can spell it without Jack Daniels. Not without the constituent letters of uh, beer. No, no. Well, um, well, Liam is uh, he's taking his sweet time. It has been over half an hour since he texted me. Oh, he's got nothing. And he's got nothing. Well, it's, it's been nearly half an hour, I should say. We'll edit him out. I think Liam's going to get an opprobrious text in a minute. Mm, yes. That'll teach him. So I don't that's... know what it'll teach him, but it'll teach him something. It will. That's. I think that's the end of the show, Have man. Have we exhausted the list? The list is done, the joke is done, we spoke about New Year, we spoke about Lemmy, God rest his soul. Um, so I suppose that all that's left to say is a happy New Year. Happy New Year. To everyone, and we hope that 2016 
is prosperous, healthy, happy, good times for everyone. And yeah, we're looking forward to it, right? Yeah. More podcasts. We're gonna have. Oh, um, oh yeah. We're gonna have. We're gonna start getting some guests on the show. Jason. Jason wanted to be a guest. Liam wants to be a guest. They're queuing up, mate. Two. <laughs> yeah. That's not a queue. Get, get behind Jason and Liam if you want to be on the show. You can come round to mine. Eat some Ferrero Rocher. Eat some cheesy twists. Eat some nuts. It does mean that you have to talk to us for over an hour. Yeah, if you can stand to do that. Do you know what I wanted to make? Like, I wanted to. Um, I want like my goal for next year is to get a celebrity on the show. Right. Do we but know like you... a like a minor celebrity or someone that like I, the person I was thinking of was Wolf from Gladiators. <laughs> well, apparently he lives. Fairly yeah, exactly, locally. exactly. Right. So, so if Wolf we, will do it. If we message him and go, we just want you to get on the show, talk about your time on Gladiators. You know. I see your Wolf. I raise your Les Dennis. Oh, I'd love to get. Oh my god, can you imagine? So next year, our aim is to get a minor celebrity. I think Dizzy Rascal lives somewhere. Locally. He's not a minor celebrity. Well, he's a big celebrity. Yeah, That'd yeah. be amazing, though, right? Well, Dizzy I think, Rascal, I, I, I'm I going. Walk, what the fuck's wrong with you two? I think walk before you can run, mate. Oh well, we get we get Wolf on then. What what are we gonna talk to Wolf about then? Oh, you know, being a gladiator. Oh, hey, hey Wolf, <clears throat> how much do you bench? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two fifty. I do two twenty myself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine the kind of like the banter? They would be fizzing <laughs> like I'd between mind, you and I the... think he would rather justifiably feel we were taking the piss out of him. No, honest. not at all. I used to love gladiators. Wolf was not my favourite though. Who was your favourite? Didn't really have a favourite gladiator really. Well, you just said he wasn't your favourite. I like playing. You do have. I like John Anderson actually. You like the ref? Yeah. That's so you. That's such a you <laughs> thing to say. I like the referee. He didn't take any shit from anyone. Gladiator, ready. He didn't put up with any of Wolf's bullshit. No, he didn't. They had a fight like, once, I think. Yeah, I seem to recall Wolf grabbed him and then like chucked him into the foam pit. Yeah, <laughs> the foam pit. Yeah. Oh dear. Oh, should we wrap it up then? Let's. Let's wrap it up. All right then. I hope everyone's had a merry, happy Christmas. Had a happy new year. Well, let's end by saying cheers to Lemmy. We're sad you're not going to be part of the next year, but we love you. And, yeah. Should we hit the music? Let's. Music. I'm here promoting Podnose.com. Podnose is part of the beginning of the podcasting network in the UK. Podcasting is an independent. We are part of an independent entertainment uh, UK network. Uh, we are, uh, currently have 20 shows aboard, including Words with Chris and Drew, and uh, also affiliates and friends of uh, Words with Chris and Drew is the George and Dougie C show. 
coming in January, they will be uh, joining for a very special podcast as part of the new section of Podnose called Podnose Presents. Uh, you can also listen to other shows, ones which I host, such as the Talk Show, Talk Show Podcast, the Sitcom Club USA, and Podpit, in which I interview various people about podcasts and their experiences, which hopefully in the future will involve people who are involved with podcasts on the network, some of which include Words with Chris and Drew, as I've said before, the Georgie V and Doggy C Show. Boom. From the Sublime, the Sitcom Club, the Sitcom Club USA, uh, Strange Times with Damien Dent, who also is behind The Bitter Sound and The Blank Planet, and various other people as well. So if you would like to get involved, if you would like to get involved with any show as a guest, a host, or indeed a listener, get in touch. Go to www.podnose.com and also get in touch with me, George Grimwood, by admin at podnose.com. And I hope you all have a very happy new year. And uh, if you're listening to this uh, in the past, I also hope you have a Merry Christmas. Fuck yeah! Yeah, baby. George Grimwood, motherfucker. And if it's wet, drink it. Yeah. <laughs> Happy New Year.